Welcome to this verse-by-verse Bible teaching from Calvary Queen Creek in Arizona. We hope you're blessed by listening. Romans 10.17 says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. For more information, please visit calvaryqueencreek.org. Today I'm going to share an old familiar story that I've shared many times with the kids. Okay, and... and I'm sure almost everyone has read it or shared it with their children as well. But I'm pretty sure today, after today, you're going to see this story a little bit differently, okay? So the title of today's message is The Fourth Man in the Fire. Okay, guys, be honest. What's the first thing you think of when you hear that title? Obviously, the book of Daniel, chapter 3. Well, you're right. Praise God. You know, as I was praying for this message... That God wanted me to share. He chose this one. I know Pastor Jim's going through the book of Revelation. Pastor Tony's going through the book of Daniel. Uh, Pastor, uh, I mean, uh, Pastor Darrell's going through the book of Genesis. And the Lord chose this one. In a world, guys, that seems to be spiraling out of control, it's reassuring to know that God is the one in control. Amen? Uh, The question as these songs were playing this morning... Talking about trusting in God. Do you trust God? Do you truly trust God? And guys, this message is geared to that, okay? It's geared to that. And, and again, guys, I, I, I pray as we go through this study, we continue to remember the promises that the Word of God is filled with. That we would continue to have that peace in our hearts that this world, the rest of this world is de- desperately seeking. As we approach the holidays, uh, once again, I pray we embrace the significance of what Christmas, the Christmas season really means. For example, at the moment, okay, the word became flesh, the birth of, in the manger. This was prophesied by Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. It says, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Okay. which when translated means God with us. And guys, this is from this text we're going to see today. I pray we, we never lose sight of that fact. Okay, We are witnessing today, guys. It's not that God has pulled away from man. What we are witnessing today is the, what happens when man pulls away from God. Okay, God is here. God is right here. But do we believe that? Do we trust it? Okay. Many have allowed the fear and insecurities of what's going on to dull our senses to his presence. God gave us a wonderful promise in John 14, 15 through 18. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the the Father, He will give you another helper, that He may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. But you know Him, for He dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. I will come to you. My prayer, saints, is that we would... Be encouraged of this message, from this message, to gain more of a biblical awareness of what is taking place in these last days. 
but to also have the courage to stand strong in the midst of the fire that we find ourselves in. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we come to you once again. With humility, Lord, we come seeking more of you. Help us, Lord, these few moments to lay aside any distractions, anything that would hinder us from receiving from you, from this message. Father, I pray for the gift of teaching, Lord, that the words that come from my mouth come directly from your heart. That, Father, we would not only listen to these words, that we would be doers of your word. That we would be mindful of those around us, mindful of the world and the chaos, the confusion, the fear, the deception. But we would stand firm, my King. We would stand firm because you have it all under control. Help us once again, Father. We pray for our youth. Father, continue to to help us to reach this next generation. Father, for all these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, with that, guys, please come with me to the book of Daniel, chapter 3. You know, a saint asked me, how many, how many verses are you going to read? I'm going to read all the chapter, okay? So we'll go through fairly quickly. Now, Daniel chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. I love to give little headings of these uh, uh, verses as we go. This one here is called the crown of fear and deception. The crown of fear and deception. And obviously it's talking about the image of gold, Okay. And it says here, Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold, whose height was 60 cubits with, its, with six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. And King Nebuchadnezzar sent word to gather together the satraps, the administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all officials of the providence, providence to come to the dedication to the image of which King, king Nebuchadnezzar had set up. So the satraps, administrators, the governors counselors, treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces gathered together for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Guys, here we see the, a, the, the, the old age st- strategy, okay, of Satan once again. From the time in the garden and up to this moment now, deception and fear has been his greatest weapons. Satan has had centuries, guys, think about this, to study us. And he knows how to attack. This process may be very subtle at first, and it begins with the conditioning of our hearts and our minds. Let's take, for example, the days that we're living in. What has he used in these days to achieve this purpose? Well, the thing that stands out to me, that stands out to most, is the coronavirus. Okay, now I'm not trying to revive a dead horse here. I'm not. I'm not trying to make light of the virus. I'm not. Very serious. Once this image or this virus was created, it was used to grip the world with fear and insecurity. All the officials will gather together to promote promote this plan of fear. CNN... SMNBC, almost every major outlet of news outlet was involved in planning to promote this agenda or this plan. Pastor Jim shared a very interesting verse last Sunday in his study. He said, come to me with the, to the book of Revelation, chapter 6, 
1 through 2, 1 and 2, to see what it says, okay? He shared this last week, and it's interesting as I was studying, listening to it, and the Lord said, yep. And it says here, Now I saw when the Lamb opened, the seal, opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it had a, had a bow and a crown. And a crown was given to him, and he went out conquering and to conquer. Guys, crown in Spanish means what? Corona. <laughs> what? Corona. I'm like, okay, now, now I'm not saying the crown here signifies the coronavirus. What I am saying, though, is this, is that the tactics of Satan have always been the same. Fear and deception. Obviously, the book of Revelation gives us a view of what awaits those that are going to go through the great tribulation. Guys, Satan's objective has always been and continues to be to steal, kill, and destroy. The stage is set. Okay, name that tune, okay? I want to see, how, raise hands. How many of you remember that old TV show, Name That Tune? Okay, you guys raise your hands. Praise God, I'm not the only old one here, man. Praise God. <laughs> you guys remember that, right? Name that tune. I can name that tune and name that tune. Now, with this image, guys, they have created, they have put music to it. And very frequently, they play this music to continue to condition the hearts and minds of the people with fear. They have played this tune so long that there are some people that have locked themselves in, into their homes. Our children were not allowed to visit their friends or even their family members. And the damage that has caused will be felt for years to come. We know this. Yet as tragic as all that is, the thing that's most tragic is in their attempts to play reruns of, these, of this music... There are still some that jump to it, man. Jump to it in fear, and then you can tell. Right away. Again, I'm not here mocking that. But if that's where your, your security is, let me tell you something. Let me introduce you to Jesus Christ. Because that's where our security is. There are many that are still held captive by the fear that the enemy continues to unleash. Just the other day I heard the old familiar tune again saying that there's another, another new variant of the virus coming out. Who guys are going to play this song as long as people continue to dance to it. As long as they continue to dance to it. Okay. It's amazing how many people still dance to that music. Yet the ones that are most affected, guys is our youth and our children. Allow me to say this, okay? I'm going to brag on you guys a little bit. Here at Calvary, we're blessed because you guys caught whiff of it. You caught whiff of it real quick. Okay? And you refuse to dance to that tune, praise God. Most of you saw through the fear and the deception. 
Praise God. Yes, we're still in Daniel. Okay. Now, Daniel 3 and 4. Then a herald cried out, To you it is commanded, O peoples, nations, and language, languages, that all the, at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, in symphony with all kinds of music, you shall fall down and worship the gold image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast immediately into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. So at the time when all the people heard the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and, and symphony with all kinds of music, all the people, nations, language, languages fell down and worshipped the gold image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. I am amazed, saints, how quickly this fear traveled. This deception and fear engulfed the world in less than two weeks. You guys remember? In less than two weeks. Everybody was. Now, please, I'm not trying to make light again of the virus. No, I'm sharing with you how easily the world can be deceived by an agenda or by music that means to destroy them. Can you guys see the satanic agenda behind this? I, I mentioned something having a biblical view of what's going on. While the entire world is being held captive by this spirit of fear, Satan's agenda marches on faster and faster. It's not stopping. Nor will it stop. You know, guys, I, I can't speak for the world. But when I was studying this and going through Scripture, it broke my heart. How could we allow it to get to this point? I'm not blaming anybody. I'm looking at myself. How could we allow this to get to this point? In our deep sleep, the enemy has come in and now, now has established a system of indoctrinating our children. We have, well, we don't. <laughs> Praise God. There, there's drag queens behind the pulpit. There's drag queens teaching our children. They're treating abortion as it's something common, something as a contraceptive. Whew. I can go on and on. Pastor Jim mentioned in his message last week. He says in Luke, says, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? The world is going to do what the world is going to do. That's natural. We know that. All it takes is for us to stand. The time will come, guys, <laughs> when many people in the church will no longer want to listen to this. Turn with me to Second Timothy, chapter four, verses three through four. Here, Paul speaking, and here he says, "For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine." But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap for themselves teachers 
and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables, be turned aside to satanic doctrine. Will Christ find any faith when he returns? Sound doctrine. Well, guys, the music continues to play. Now, Daniel chapter 3, verse 8 to 12. Buckle up. Here I call it the heroes on the front line. You got this from Daniel 3? Yes. The heroes on the front line. Therefore, at the time, certain Chaldeans came forward and accused the Jews. They spoke and said to King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. You, O king, have made a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, palstry, in symphony with all kinds of music, shall fall down and worship the gold image. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom, have, whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not paid due regard to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the gold image which you have set up. Amen. Guys, you guys remember when this pandemic first broke out. You guys remember who were the, the ones right there in the trenches? Remember the heroes? Doctors and nurses. Caring for those. Some of them were infected. Some of them even died because of caring for others. I thought for sure, I thought for sure that these heroes would be honored and rewarded for their compassion, rewarded for their sacrifice. But no, it was soon discovered that not all the heroes were dancing to the music or not following the mandates that were now being enforced. How long would it last? How quickly the tide would turn? Daniel three fifteen through 18. The heading here. From heroes now to the hunted. For once was a hero, now that hero is hunted. Then Nebuchadnezzar in rage and fury gave the command to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they brought these these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I have set up? Now, if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and pulse, psaltery, and symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made, good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? Amen. Guys, how tragic. How tragic. It was that the same heroes that sacrificed themselves for caring for now became targets. In fact, now many of them became the reason. You guys remember. The reason for this, plan, this pandemic, we, we became, it became the pandemic of the unvaccinated. Again, I'm not trying to revive a dead horse here. 
We're talking about an Old Testament story here. And God says, take a look. We were all told if you do not abide by these decrees or these mandates, we would be severely punished. The very ones that were saving lives were now being fired for not dancing to the music. This reminds me of the story in Daniel. You guys remember the story in Daniel? A different king, same system. But the difference was that this king with Daniel, he liked Daniel. But reading from that story and seeing it today, that king was not pulling the rope. He was not pulling the strings. Somebody else is pulling the string. Very similar what happened. Daniel was targeted. Hey, you're not following the mandates. Thrown into the lion's den. Remember that? I loved it. Because Daniel gives us an example of what saved him from this predicament. He gives us an example of faith. And the king says he couldn't sleep. I'm worried about him. I'm worried about him. In the morning he comes down. Oh, Daniel, has your, has your God saved you? Yes, oh, king. I can imagine, guys, the angel of the Lord having these lions in a headlock, right? Teaching the kids. Wow. So I'm just angels grabbing by the headlock. And Jesus is there like, yeah, that's Daniel. He's mine. You're not allowed to touch him. Guys, you guys notice something here. You notice how subtle the rhetoric has now shifted gears, so to speak. These stories of Daniel and these three young men give us a glimpse of the next strategy that Satan has unleashed. And that strategy is hate. Hate. Oh, you're a different race. Oh, you're different. There's only one race, the human race. But man, how they play that tune. In Daniel chapter 3, verse 16 through 18. Let's, let's take a look at an example from these young men. And this heading here, a lifestyle of worship. A lifestyle of worship. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered to, and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. I love this next verse, guys. Ah. But if not... If not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Guys, that get you excited? If you're not excited, come see me, man. I'll give you CPR. Okay? I'll pump that blood into your heart. You know what I'm saying? But let me tell you something, king. We will never bow down to the dance music. We will never bow down to this golden image. Never. Whew. These young men, guys, these young men had a personal relationship with God. And because their faith in God, 
Death was not something to fear. These songs, do you trust God? Do you trust God? These young men, they proved it. But even if he doesn't, let me tell you this. We trust God and he will deliver us from your hand. Guys, they heard the music. They saw the image. They smelled the shinola. They immediately knew that this is Satan's agenda and they boldly stood against it. For us, for guys, keep, for us, all it took or all it takes is for some of us to stand against these mandates and decrees and declare the rights that we still have. Last time I checked, we're still Americans. We still have rights. It might change tomorrow, but we still have rights today. Guys, once people began to take stand, stood, Satan had to change or kind of alter his strategy. Pastor Jim gave us some homework a couple weeks ago for the definition of worship. Here, with the example by these three young men, they gave us the meaning of what true worship looks like. It is a lifestyle of faithfulness and obedience that brings glory to God. That is what true worship is. I think we're going to make it. Daniel 3, 19, 23. Crank up the heat. Crank it up. The Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury. Guys, look at this. And the expression on his faith changed did it change for good? Hey, oh, no. It said he was distorted. He was angry. Changed toward Shadrach, Meshach, and Ben. He spoke and commanded that they heat up the furnace seven times more than usually heated. Seven times. Oh, man. And he, he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in the army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. These men, then these men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their outer, other garments, and, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king commanded, command was so urgent, was urgent, and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took, who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Okay? And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound in the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Can you guys imagine? Hey, the king wants that thing cranked up. Seven times hotter. Can you imagine the mighty men? Oh, Fred sees, he takes Shadrach in. Fred's gone. I can imagine John's like, I knew I should have called out today, man. I knew it. What am I going to tell my wife? That I got fired? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's one of those John Sailor jokes. You know, I'm just, I'm sorry. Imagine what's going on. These guys are like, poof, poof, poof. I'm like, oh, amazing. Please take notice what's happening and how he relates to the days we're living in. This king gives a great example of Satan's agenda taking place here and now. The tactics of fear and deception has not, has not been totally successful for those that have placed their faith in Jesus Christ. 
Notice that the king's face became distorted with anger and hate for these Jewish young men. And also take notice how it relates to us. How the hate has intensified for the nation of Israel. That is nothing new. Throughout the Bible we read, this nation has always been under some kind of attack. But guys, but now very soon the target of this hate will also be directed at us. Don't think that the enemy is going to stop there. Oh, you stand for Israel? Absolutely. You're the problem. Praise God. Bring on the heat. Daniel chapter 3, 24 through 25. Here we go, guys. The fourth man in the fire. Then King Nebuchadnezzar, he, he's sitting there, guys, as he throws them in, right? He's sitting there, sitting down, before he can dip his hand into the popcorn, right, to watch this spectacle. He's late. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> causes, hey, hey, hey. He goes, did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? The answer said, true, O king. Look, he answered. I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire and they are not hurt. And the, the form of the fourth is like the son of God. Please don't overlook that. They're there chatting with Jesus. Sometimes saints in the midst of the storms and fires that rage around us. It can be easy to forget that Jesus Christ is with us in the midst of these blazes. The challenge at times is remembering that God is faithful and that He is in control of the intensity of these storms in our lives. With our eyes focused on Jesus, He will always provide a way of escape. Guys, let me tell you a secret, which is not a secret. The same God that was there in the fire is the same God that lives right here. Hello? We read sometimes the Old Testament and we separate it. And like, yeah, that was a good history lesson. The same God was there is the same God here today. Please understand that. He will always provide a way of escape. And 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, No temptation is overtaken except such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, the fire, the storm, will, He will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. What is the way of escape? The Word of God. If you're going to any other source for your hope, for your encouragement, you're going to the wrong source. Go to the Word of God. Now, Daniel chapter 3, verses 26 through 30. I love what it says here. The fire had no power. Then Nebuchadnezzar uh, went near the mouth of the, uh, the burning fire furnace and spoke, saying, Sadrach, Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire. And the satraps, administrators, governors, the king's counselors gathered together. Guys, and they saw these men on whose bodies the fire had no power. Please don't overlook that. 
This fire, this blaze, this storm, this enemy had no power over them. Then I just say the same God that was there is in us. Then why, God, why do we act different? Some of us walk around as, oh, yeah, you know, praise the Lord, brother. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is good. Dragging the sorrow. Dragging this, this. said here that the bodies had no power over them the fire the hair of the hair was not singed nor were the garments affected and the smell of fire was not even on them it reminds me guys one time we're getting set up for the men's study and my son that's in the marines now getting ready to get out praise god i said son go start the grill grill some brats these guys love brats so he goes out there and for about 10 minutes he comes dad i can't get it started i can't get it started Okay, all right. So I get the little clicky, clicky, little flick. And, and guys, for, for you guys, don't do what I did. I lifted up the, removed the grating. No eyebrows, no lashes. Had a new tint of red on me. My arms, my hairs were like, my son, Dad, Dad, are you okay? I'm like, does this look like I'm okay? <laughs> it was my fault, guy. Turn off, the, turn off the gas when you go back. Let it air out, okay? But it reminds me of this. These young men came out with no smell of smoke. No nothing. Praise God. Wow. And Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants to be trust, who trusted in him. And they have frustrated the king's word and, and yielded their bodies, and they stood, and they should not, that they should not serve nor worship any God except their own God. Therefore I make a decree that any people, nation, or language which speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces. And their houses shall be made an ash heap. Because there is no other God who can deliver like this. In the world around us. The unbelievers should see in us. That there is no other God that can deliver like this. And they will come. They will come I believe. If we take a stand. If we trust in God. Then king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Now, as we come in for a landing, guys, as the music team comes up, there are a couple phrases here that from this text that just jump out at me, guys. And I pray that we take special notice of them. The first one here, and they saw these men whose bodies the fire had no power. Come with me to the book of Luke, please. Chapter 10. Verses 17 through 19. <clears throat> and here is when Christ sends out the 70, two by two, preaching. And then they come back. And this is what they say. 
Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Verse 19, guys. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. How many times have we read that verse? But when are we going to allow that verse to penetrate our hearts to where we believe it? Questions. Have you embraced this principle of authority, Christ's authority in your life? Or do you continue to struggle with having victory in your life? Do you struggle with having authority in your life, Christ's authority? I did for a long time. I don't know what it is. I'm just bouncing from wall to wall in my Christian walk with Christ. I have no authority. I have no power. I, have, I read the scriptures. This is a principle, guys, that I see many that come to my office, men. Yeah, man, I just, I just I feel like a rag doll tossed from here to there. I take them, teach them what it says in the Word of God. We, we have been given God's authority. With that demon that's hounding you, speak to it in the name of Jesus and see what happens. But you got to believe. You got to believe. In the name of Jesus, I cast you out. I have a young man mentoring. We went through this principle. The other day, he's driving and passing. I'm driving. All of a sudden, the spirit of fear just came over me. You guys know what it is. You guys know what it is. It's invisible. It comes over and you're like, oh my God, what's going on? In the name of Jesus, I cast you out. Gone. There is no other name. But do we believe it? Now the second phrase here, no other God can deliver like He does. If you're addicted to anything, there is no other God that can deliver you. I quote this from my favorite, favorite, one of my favorite psalms. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will be filled with fear. Does it say that? I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. You're on your step. They comfort me. Guys, pray. Pray we get this. I pray we understand that these trials, these storms, these fiery furnaces are not out of God's control. These things happening in the world are proceeding according to God's plan and purpose. This amazing story has a powerful exhortation for us. The world is looking for those that would stand for truth. Looking for those that would stand for what is right. Looking for those that would stand in the face of the fiery furnace and proclaim the awesomeness of our God. These young men, they would not give in to the deception and fear, even if it meant that it would cost them their lives. Why? 
because of their relationship with God. They knew that God was all powerful and could deliver them from any furnace they would face. Well, brothers and sisters, by the current events happening around the world, you could say, you could say that the furnace has been cranked up. But will you cave into the rhetoric, the music? Will you cave into the fear and deception? Will you cave into the hate that is growing? Will you compromise your faith in Christ and continue to dance to this music? Or you stand and say, as these young men said here, let me rephrase that. If, let me re-say that. If, if that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor we will worship the gold image which you have set up. Enough is enough. I will no longer dance to this music. The only music I dance to is this. With the, the sweet song of grace. Woo, amazing. <laughs> I pray, I pray, guys, you continue to listen to the Holy Spirit speaking to your hearts and receive Christ. Receive His message. Allow me to say this for those listening, social media, if you don't have a relationship with Christ, you see the fires. You're looking for hope. You're looking for something that will deliver you. And Jesus Christ is the answer. The only answer. I pray if you live in this area, come visit us. We would love to speak to you more about Jesus. Amen. Guys, in this simple lesson, this simple story, I've taught it many times with the kids. But when God placed it on my heart, I'm like, seriously? I pray, my God, brothers and sisters, I pray that we are eternally minded of what God is doing. Because let me tell you, there's a quote that I heard the other day. Our hope is not in fixing the world. Guys, there will come some that reject the, the word of God. Our, our hope is not in fixing the world. Our hope is in the return of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And let me tell you, that's... <laughs> Amen? That's very soon, very soon. Any day now, we can hear that trumpet and say, you know, we're gone. Amen? Amen. Let's pray, guys. Father, we praise you, my King. For you have never left us, nor will you ever leave us. I pray, my Lord, that we would take these words, this lesson, and trust you even more. In the fires and the the furnaces that we're engaged in or, or surrounded by, Lord, I pray, my King, that our trust is in you, solid. As these young men, as Daniel, Lord, stood against the system of, of, of trying to turn them against you. Help us, Lord, as believers, as the church, to be found faithful on that day of your return. I thank you. I personally thank you for these days. I believe with all my heart, my King, that we will see your return very soon. Continue, Lord, to minister to each of us. Bless us throughout the day. Allow us opportunities, Lord, to minister to others in our path. Thank you, my King, for all these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to this teaching from God's Word. If you have any questions, would like to request prayer, or want more information about our church, 
how you can experience the love and hope of Jesus Christ in your life, please visit calvaryqueencreek.org.